Welcome to the Marketing for Business podcast. This is your host, Scott Wilson. Brendan Holt, welcome to the Marketing for Business podcast. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate it. Mate, I'm looking forward to this chat. Eh? Like, um, I just want to live, I guess, give the uh, listeners a bit of how we came to do business with you. You're obviously, you know, one one thing you are is an amazing DJ, <laughs> uh, photographer, and also videographer. And that's how, I guess, we were looking for a videographer for our business. Um, you know, I think I told you in the past, we've spent probably about, I don't know, 15, 20 grand on video equipment. Mm. And... Uh, Thought we'd hire a videographer in-house. Uh, long story short, he wanted to make movies. And, you know, we deal with business owners who who need things to be engaging and short and, you know, getting people to come and buy stuff. And, and I think, you know, for me, it, it just didn't work. And then we found you and it was a breath of fresh air. So, you know, I appreciate the fact what you've done for our business, but also for our clients' businesses. So this is going to be a great chat. How, how did you get, start, get started in marketing and, and in your business? Yeah, well, well, first of all, thanks very much for having me. It's awesome to be invited in on the yeah. podcast, mate. So thank you very much. Um, but yeah, long story short, I'd, I'd rewind a little bit with um, where it all kind of began was um, I was always into photography. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, speeding up kind of into music and then became a DJ and then I was like, well, I need to promote my own DJ business. Nice. So, yeah, used my photography skills, that grew. Um, and then the, photo- uh, the DJ business grew as well. Yeah. And then I was kind of at a point where I was unemployable uh, because I wanted every Friday off and then by Monday I was so tired. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> but I wanted to take this DJing further. Um, and all of a sudden I found myself... Um, looking for sort of a contract work and I started yep. selling radio advertising. Oh, wow. Uh, and then in that, it was right when like Facebook was like an absolute goldmine for marketing. Yep. You know, it was yep. cheap, it was powerful. Yeah. Um, and fighting. Still is. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, yeah, no two ways about it. But um, fighting that with radio advertising, I found that I, I was kind of felt like a bit of a hypocrite selling yep. Uh, radio when I knew online yeah. was the way to be, yep. uh, the way to go. And um, so I was like, well, Instagram, actually, uh, when they were just becoming uh, the photo platform, yeah. they were just photos, and then they introduced a video. Yeah. Uh, that was the turning point for me. Uh, I was like, oh, wow, videos were beheaded. Like, yeah. this is the future. Maybe I'll do a video for my DJing business. Nice. And then I spoke to a few friends. I said, this is what I'm going to do. And they're like, oh, could you do something for my business? Yeah, today? yeah. And then that's when my photography and uh, video just took over. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that became my, uh, my my new role. How good. So yeah. did you have a, was it just like a, a conscious learning of stuff and, and realizing you could see opportunities happening or see where things were going that made you shift that way? Like you didn't have a plan or anything? Did you have a, did you no, there was no plan. Um, there was just that desire. I love being self-employed. The, the DJ yeah. really highlighted Yeah, yeah. Uh, why, why, why do you love being self-employed? I think just the flexibility um, and taking things where I wanted to take things. Yep. Um, I found, like, I've had some great bosses over yeah. the years. Um, I, I was an automotive painter for 15 years. Yeah, yeah. Had some great bosses in that mix. Um, and they've, they've really shaped who I am and how I want to be as far as a businessman goes and how I treat my clients. Yep. Um, but I, I, there was elements where it wasn't the, the business or anything. It was just I didn't like being told I couldn't do something when I yeah. knew I could. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and that's where I think that the uh, self-employment really um, 
really sort of shone its light on me. Yeah. Um, that I knew that I, I didn't have to ask anyone for permission. No. I could literally do it yeah. and it would happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, good. Quite freeing, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, just, yeah, it was, it was just so good. And obviously with the DJing, you know, that flexibility needed to, needed to be there. So, yeah. Um, that's exciting though, right? Like you realize that you wanted, you know, you wanted to have that path in life. You know, you, you accepted that, hey, you, you had some good bosses and you learned a lot along the way. But at the end of the day, you kind of know within you, I think, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, whether, you know, you want to work for someone. There comes a point where you're just like, you know what? I want to, I want to be in charge of my own shift. And I think that's the journey that you went on, right? Absolutely. No, was, and I like, there's different stresses, you know, like it's great having yeah. a uh, nine to five job, you know, you sort of, you know, pick up your tools at the start of the day and then you've put them down at the end and that's yeah. done. But with the um, self-employment, you're always on, you're always yeah. thinking. Yeah. Um, there are different stresses involved for sure, but totally. ultimately I love it. Yeah, and and you know, like I guess those stresses, um, uh, they become you know bigger and smaller over time. Um, you know, you you have stresses, but then you you work through those and you find better systems and better ways of doing stuff. And then I guess the more you go in your journey, the the some of the bigger challenges come up as well. But they're just challenges you're going to knock over as well. So. Yeah, it's all learning, isn't it? What yeah. What are some of the challenges you find you found since being self employed? I think in the early days, um, you know, really having that confidence to to do something. Yeah. Um, you know, it was was kind of always there, but it was the the unknowns of you know like accounting. Uh, you know, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I knew I could take a pretty picture, but how do you um, manifest that into a financial game? Yeah, um, and then and then be able to prove it to people as well yeah. that you know to to um, give them the trust that they can spend money on you yeah. and get what they need. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, there was a lot of learnings, a lot of failed attempts, but um, a lot of time spent on YouTube learning things. Yep. Um, so did you self-teach yourself a bunch of the video stuff and, and like, yeah 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 so uh when i was about seven uh thereabouts um, my uncle was always into you know photography and he did yes. his oe and he came back and he brought his his uh album of his travels wow. and we just uh, like sat around the table looking at all these photos and everybody was just like wow these are incredible and myself yeah i was like i want that that's what I want. So I, I became self-taught in photography um, and I learned on film. So that was an expensive way to learn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because so. you get 36 shots and if they're bad, you're still paying for it. Um, and you didn't know until... Oh, no. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah for so anyone, who's list, anyone who's listening is a wee bit younger, we're talking about film and cameras here. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is another way. I'm not that old. I'm yeah, not yeah. that old, but it's... Technology has moved so quickly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, self-taught, um, and the passion was there, and uh, I, I just love it. I just love it. Yeah. So something about, especially like getting out and doing landscape stuff. And yeah. The first thing so talk about confidence. You know, what what were some of the things that you realised you have to do, you had to learn to be more confident? Was it was it the skills of the trade, like? the taking of the photos or was it the confidence to ask for the business the confidence to see the value we're providing and put a price on that what yeah. were some of those things that you yeah did? so i wasn't shy of uh, i knew i had a lot to learn on. i've still got a lot to learn mm. you know there's always something to learn but i wasn't um afraid of my skill set to to um help promote businesses you know yep. i priced myself at a point where um there was little risk for in those early days yep um and i did six months of free work 
Yeah. Um, oh wow. Yes. Um, and that, why, why did you do that? Um, I there was an element of uh, like advertising. Um, yep. You know, nice. getting my name out there uh, and going to different businesses and saying, "Hey, you supported me doing this. How about uh, this is my next venture? I'd love to be able to do it. I know I can do it." There's no risk to you. Yeah. Would you be happy for me to come along and do some video or do some photos? Um, and that just grew. Um, you know, that's but, awesome. Yeah. So uh, I remember back in the day, like, oh, that's what I how I started too. I did some free stuff for for a company uh, when I got into you know I was working full time and part time. I was working on on what I'm doing now, and I remember I remember it working you know for free and and you know like you. It probably gave me more confidence because I knew, well, this guy's not charging, not, no, he's not, I'm not, he's not paying me anything, so I'm going to give it my all and, and show him. And I remember, I remember giving that advice to someone one day about, hey, you should go and do something for free. And they shot me down. And I was like, what? I'm telling you, this is, if you want to get into this industry, go and do it. Um, but long story short, they didn't do it and they're not in the industry. You yeah. know, like I think, I think it takes a, it takes a level of commitment. If you really want something, you know, showing up and doing what you've just done six months for free, that's, it's a smart thing to do, especially because you've got the advertising side of it. You've got the content side of it, you know, uh, and no risk for business owners. So well, that's, that's a great. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can only gain from it. Really. Yeah. There's nothing. Yeah. I mean, obviously finances are great. I had the DJing to fall back on, so there was no, yeah. I still had an income there, but yeah, you're investing heavily. I think yourself, one, yeah, one thing I've learned over the years, you have to be prepared to learn more at a stage than you're earning. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and I say to people all the time, you know, are you, what, are you, what stage are you in? Are you earning stage or learning stage? And, and I think, you know, that's what you've got to do when you're starting. Mm-hmm. You've got to be invested in the learning stage. The earning will come uh, once you have, you know, more value to the marketplace. Yeah. So Could that's a more. great takeaway. What else was confident-wise? Let's talk about accounting. What, what was, what was kind of holding you back there? Like, yeah. were you doing your own accounts and all that sort of stuff? Back um, so yeah, money's not my driver. Yeah. Um, but, and I'm not terribly like fussed about it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I've never really. You drive a nice car though. <laughs> yeah, I'm into my cars. <laughs> I'll spend the money there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As long as I've got enough money to do that sort of thing, I'm happy. But money's not my driver. Yeah. Um, so I I never really learnt about accounting. It's, yeah. it's not my jam. Yeah. Um, so yeah, was, when it comes time to, to doing that, I was like, oh, well, I don't really know that. So my wife uh, has been amazing. Um, she she loves her numbers. Yeah. Um, and the, our you know us as a team. Nice. Um, has worked so well. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, she she takes care of all the accounting. And yeah. She gets mad well, when I get involved. <laughs> yeah. Well, as I say, you know, employ your weakness, and that's definitely something we do in our business. Yeah. You know, we don't touch any of the accounts. We've got a bookkeeper and an accountant, and that's the best place for it. I remember I used to do my own, and it was just a nightmare. Yeah. You know, I used to cringe. So yeah, do being like realizing what you're good at and just yeah, doing that. Absolutely. So Instagram comes along. Um, you obviously that you know this is perfect timing for the jump in the video. Um, so did you just go full bore as far as you know once you started getting clients and, and realizing would, would you were you offering packages where you do video and photos or? Just, yeah. So there, yeah, I mean there was definitely like there was like photos on you. Yeah. The video was where. Um, I had to learn a new skill set. Yeah. Like it's, it, yeah, you're pointing a camera, but it's a totally different yeah. thing. Um, so I had to, I spent months, hours, week, you know, like 
just so much time invested yeah. in learning um, not so much how to shoot it, but how to edit it. Yes. And, oh, mate, <laughs> so many failed attempts. Yeah, yeah. And that's behind the scenes. And and that, that was where the, the learning, I was at the learning stage. Um, there was no earning in that. There was so much time spent on the learning. Mm. Um, and you can't charge for that sort of thing. Like, that is not the client's fault. No. You don't know what you're doing. No, true. Yeah. For, so for every hour you're out there shooting, how many hours would you be spending editing? On average, uh, well, in the early days, oh gosh, it'd be 20 hours per hour. Oh, wow. Um, but now you're kind of getting down to the four to six yeah. hours. Um, but you definitely have a better production value as well. Yeah. Because you know what you're doing. Because you know what you're doing. Yeah. Do you, have you systemized any of it as far as like, hey, you, you know, when you open up a, an hour's worth of footage, you know exactly kind of, this is what you need to do here, here and here. Do you kind of look at that sort yeah, of Yeah, so every project's a little different. Um, and it, you really know how long it's going to take you depending on uh, what the brief is. Um, mm. So each, yeah, each one is. And, and how important is that brief? You know, I know we've done quite a bit a lot now with our clients and stuff. And, you know, uh, I think, well, I kind of know how important it is. But, like, let's talk to the listeners about, you know, if you're going to get a video created, because um, some people just think, oh, I'll just turn up and shoot it. You know, what's your advice to that? Like, what, Briefs are great to mani- manage expectations because yep. what's in somebody's head might not translate into the video. Yeah. Um, and then they might, you know, that tr- expectation versus reality is a very prevalent thing in f- both photo and video about, you know, like, are you a magician with the photos? Can you make me yeah. 30 kgs lighter? All that type of thing. <laughs> um, you know, um, yeah, but the brief is huge um, because you, you you set a goal to achieve. You know, you, you have to have a um, you know a goal at the end of the day to what are you trying to do? Yeah. You know, are you trying to sell it? Are you trying to educate? Or, yeah. You know, what do you what are you trying to do? So, briefs are huge. Creative meetings are awesome. Um, you really get the best rather than flying by the seat of your pants. Once you're on the on site, you know what everybody knows what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy to take creative control. Absolutely, yeah. like so that's not somebody's forte. Yeah. Um, and but it is good to talk about goals and expectations yeah. and the brief. Yeah. yeah, it gets everyone on the same page, right? And, and you know, like I, I guess what I've seen from having good briefs working with you is then you've got the license for you to take control when you need to and I think that's really important when you when you're working with the videographers and look we've worked with a few now and we've worked with all different budgets uh, one thing I, I've noticed with you though is you're very good at spotting opportunities where the person who's talking or whatever's happening you know could just go a little bit deeper and, and you're very good at picking up those little nuances uh, which I find you know uh, not every videographer can do right so uh, I think good planning allows you to do that because if you hadn't planned well then then you're not going to pick up those other opportunities right because you're going to be constantly thinking about other stuff yeah yeah um, which is you know which has been I know for, for our clients I remember being on a shoot once with Novus and I was like what are you doing you're like sweeping the back floor and I was like I said to Tim James at the time I said this guy's good I said, because you were looking at the whole shoot, you were looking at everything, right? Where people, other people in the past haven't picked, none of them have picked any of that up, right? Um, so is that, do you just find you have a talent for that or is that like... Uh, to be honest, I'm not quite sure, to be honest. I, I just want the best for the client. Yeah. I want them to be like stoked with the, the video or the photos um, and to be proud to, to put it out there and showcase their brand in their yeah. best way. 
Yeah. Um, and if it means sweeping the floor and tidying a space up to make yeah. it look as best as it can, then yeah. that's what I'll do. So. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. Look, I definitely think, because I've seen it a number of times now, you've got that ability to do that, you know, like just to get the best out of the out of the shop. I think I think the clients really appreciate that. Um, they always ask how they did afterwards, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> always find it really interesting. Yeah. Um, when, we, when we look at some of the things, you know, what are some of the, I guess, the projects that you really like working on now? Like you've been doing this a while now. Uh, you've gone from working, you know, for free for six months to actually being a real professional in this space. What are some of the things that you, you enjoy doing? Ah, the variety. Variety yeah. of my job is immense. Yeah. Um, so give us a typical rundown of the day. What would you... You know, what would you do? Like, as in, first, like, from the start? Like, yeah, like, from the, from the start to going with a client, doing stuff. Okay, well, yeah, on a general daily basis, you know, you get up and go to the gym, uh, nice. have breakfast, get kids ready for school, yep. and then start getting into emails, replying on emails, and then you start, if, you know, if there's a shoot coming up, then obviously you hit shoot. Um, and, yeah, you just work through that, and then if it takes half a day, you come back, upload the footage, get that sorted. Um, then on to some more emails I'm sure there's some yeah, yeah. in the mix uh, probably pick up the kids from school that's, yeah. what, that's what I love about the flexibility yeah. of the role uh, yeah. coming back to, to, to how that works um, yeah and then uh, you just kind of keep working really yeah you yeah spend some do, time you, do, you, do you think about a shoot quite a bit like if something's got something coming up are you, are you constantly thinking about it like because you're creative right so yeah. You know, you said before you're always on. Is that yeah. something that you're kind of thinking about all the time, or yeah. do you have the ability just to switch on, switch off when you? Um, yeah, I'm definitely getting better at that. Yeah, um, I think uh, COVID really highlighted the fact. You know, we're all kind of on a hamster wheel. You yeah. know, like running so fast, yeah, yeah. struggle to keep up. And I felt like you know, when a hamster peels out on a hamster wheel, yeah, and they're just they're still on it, rolling around. <laughs> Uh, that's how I felt that yeah. into COVID. I just felt I was just so busy. I didn't know how to manage it. Um, and uh, it, COVID got me off the hamster wheel, and I yeah. was able to reset and then yeah. work out how to how to um, switch off. Yeah, um, and yeah, spend more time with the kids because yeah. they grow up so fast. Oh, totally. And that's no, that's another great thing about being um, you know self employed. I know you went on school camp recently. Yeah, you know. So and, good. Yeah. How many kids have you got? Two. Two. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to you got to do those things, right? Yeah. Otherwise, as you say, life just runs you by, and you you wake up one day and and. You know, they they left the house. Yeah. You yeah. know, so what, what? Some of the things. You know, do your kids ask you about what you do and stuff? Are they, are they interested in taking? You yeah. In? So that's a bit like I work from home, so it's great. Um, uh, you know, like they, they come in, they see what I'm working on. I might show yeah. them a couple of photos, what I've been up to in the day, and um, you know, get them inspired to to do things. Um, uh, my daughter is very becoming very good at art, cool. and uh, also sell um, photos on Etsy. Wow. Um, and so I'm trying to encourage her to, to yeah, do yeah. that with her art as well. Nice. To download and make a little bit of income that way. Yeah, yeah. You know, that entrepreneurial side maybe. Yeah, good. Um, so yeah, that, but it, it is great. Um, you know, we're always playing music at home. Yeah. Doing that sort of thing. So yeah. it's always there. But yeah. Yeah. yeah you, what I love about it is, you know, they start to see what you're doing and asking questions and yeah. and you just let them in a little bit, right? Yeah. Like, just let them know that, that there is another way of doing things. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I wish somebody at high school told me that I could be self-employed. Yeah. You know, that was like the careers advisor never. They never said that, yeah. eh? That was like, what are you going to do? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no one said, yeah. go go out there and, you know, yeah. get in, get your, you know, become self-employed and yeah. start your own ship. Yeah. No, I never yeah. died, you know. I remember dad, it's like, no, you can't make any money being a photographer. 
And he's like, oh, sorry, I said that to you. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, yeah, I yeah. I remember my dad said, you, you'd never make any money out of speaking. Yeah, well. And uh, one day I was, I, was, I was going to Melbourne to speak. Yeah. And he goes, why are you going to Melbourne for us? Well, someone's paying me. And <laughs> 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 he was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you can. Yeah. 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 How good. So let's change gears a little bit. Let's talk about, because there's obviously, you know, you've got the business side, um, but you've also got the marketing side. And I think you're in quite a unique position where you're filming videos and stuff and content for clients. What are some of the things that people are asking you um, or, or should they be asking you from a from a video aspect from marketing? Because I, I really believe, you know, the next you know four to five years of a business's marketing, uh, video has to play a huge part of it. You know, you, you've got Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube shorts, all this sort of stuff is now. Um, if you're not doing video, you're just missing out. Oh, absolutely. And there's huge value. Like, uh, I've shot videos for clients, uh, you know, five, six years ago. They're still using that video. And it's still, yeah. you know, that, that um, ROI is yeah. huge for that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you can have your, you know, things that, you know, if you're running a sale, you know, that only lasts a week, yeah, you can do that, but then you can do videos that'll last you for years if you, yeah. you know. What sort of, what sort of, what are sort of the go-to videos that people should be getting, you know, like that, that you would recommend to a company? Yeah, I'm a stickler for, um, for about us videos, like educational yeah. videos, because they, you know, that, um, that, you know, you, you touch on the, the subject of no, I can trust. Yeah. Um, and an about us video really helps educate someone whether you're the right solution for their problem. Yeah. Um, and you know, we all we're all consumers at one point. You know, we've all got a problem, so we look for a solution. And if yeah. you can provide on your website, you know, like if you're googling and you click on your website yeah. and they've got a video, ninety nine percent of people are going to push play on that. And and if, yeah. And if you're the person that provides that info, yeah, then you're guaranteed to be pretty much. Yeah, make a sale. So. Yeah, it's owning that mind share, right? And and I and I said this, I say this quite a bit, but I said this to a company, uh, well, a couple of people the other day. I said, look, we're in a coffee shop. We're talking about the power of video. I said, look, I don't watch the news. You might or not. I don't. I don't know. But you'll know of the TV presenters from the news. If they walked in the door right now, I guarantee you'd stare at them, mm-hmm. and you'd keep staring at them. Mm-hmm. And it's because there's an effect when people are constantly seen. You know, and this is the this is the power you have with video. You can be out there to your target market and be seen, and this helps you build know, like, and trust faster. So, um, and they were like, they kind of understood what I was talking about, right? Because they know that they would do that yes. if the person walked in. And I'm like, you know, does that person add value to your life? No, but you'd look over, yeah. you know, because you see them all the time, yeah. and you see it's that celebrity effect. Businesses need to understand they can have that same celebrity effect by giving value in advance to people. So an about us video, what else? Well, firstly, what makes it a good about us video? I think answering um, your commonly asked questions, really. Yep. You know, like, if you break it down, like, what are your most frequently asked questions? Like, um, you know, for any particular business, they'll have them. They're top yeah. five. Yeah. You know, how do they help, you know, whether you're selling firewood or Harley-Davidson's? Yeah, you know, like what's what's your most frequently asked question? Frequently asked questions. That's a good one. I'll add something to that. I reckon another good way to do it is the should ask questions. Should ask questions is a great way to position you as an expert. Yeah. So you're your frequently asked, but here's the ones that you should be asking us. You know, uh, and I think that's a great 
great way to show expertise in that you've thought about things beforehand. Absolutely. You know, yeah. you know, you know, these are the common ones, but actually, if you're dealing with us, you know, you should be asking this question. Yeah. You know, you should be asking this question. So that'll be a good one to, to put yeah, into the mix like as well. Mm, I agree with that. But what other videos do you, you talked about education, what other videos do you think people should be making? Well, there's so much scope, to be honest, um, it, and it really comes down to what you're trying to achieve, again, with that brief. Um, yeah. You know, you could do a short form TikTok behind the scenes. Um, you know, behind the scenes are a great way to, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, engage with people because it's non, non-threatening. It doesn't yeah. feel like advertising, but you're, yeah. you're showing that, like, this is what we can get up to yeah. on a daily basis, whatever yeah. it might be, you know, whether you're hand-making furniture, not many people get to yeah, see yeah. that. If you can show that behind the scenes, yeah. people yeah. love that stuff, It's so you know? true, right? Yeah, uh, I, th- I think our you know team our teams listen to you and have started making more behind the scenes sort of content and uh, I know you know people are talking about it and yeah, mentioning it to us. Yeah. You know, real real simple, uh, not always easy. You know, because you're busy doing other stuff and, and like you're on the client site and all that sort of stuff. But uh, people do like um, you know seeing behind the scenes. I think you, you know I'm thinking of a furniture company that could do that sort of stuff. Yeah. You know, behind the scenes. Yeah. That's huge. Um, you know, we've all got our own roles and our own lives and what we get up to and often we we like seeing stuff that we don't normally see in our own life. Yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're great. Yeah, they're how things are made, right? Yeah. It's just yeah, yeah. how good. Um, what about testimonials? Like? Testimonials are huge. Yeah. Aren't yeah. They? yeah. Testimonials are massive. Like, they do not date. They add so much value. Yeah. They're indirect uh, advertising, really? really? Yeah. Uh, you're not forcing the, you know, something down the consumer's throat. You're yeah. literally adding value to your story. Yeah. And how you've helped other people. Yeah, how you have them. So and, and, and getting on video versus just writing it down, what's your... Oh, like anything is valuable. Yeah. In your business, like if you can get content and it adds value to your next customer. Yeah. Or potential customer and helps tell your story. Absolutely. But video is is an easy way for people to take in information. Yeah. Um, not a lot of people have time to read, but they'll watch a video pretty quick. Yeah. Um, you can say a lot within sort of 10 seconds. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, and I think... working with them. Yeah. Awesome. So good. Yeah, yeah it just gets it across, so, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then if it's a, an actual person saying it to, you know, rather than just text on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really believe getting known by the success of your clients, right? Yeah. Like, don't have to tell people how good you are. Yeah. That other people say, yeah. you know, and and I think that's a you know a great way, a great use of video. Um, what do you? Because some people think, oh yeah, but it sounds too hard, you know. Like, you know, when you're uh, getting involved in helping some clients with testimonials, is there any tips or tricks that you do to, to make people um, give you the information that you need? Because I've actually seen you do it on site. You're pretty good at it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, to be honest, we can keep it as simple as possible. Um, you really just tell me who your client is, and yeah. I go and ask them about yeah. it. I ask their, you know, what they had done for that particular business, yeah. and how they found it. It's, yeah, it's pretty straightforward. You know, get in the right people to do what you need. Yeah, like you said, yeah. That, is, that, that is so true. When you get in the right when you get the right people in, yeah. the professionals in, to, you know. And I've seen this. Like I remember sitting there with Kane, and and you, the testimonial, you no, know, you know that you basically recorded it was is a great testimonial and he was so relaxed knew what he wanted to say but you just helped him with it uh and it comes out a really great testimonial yeah. so and the powerful thing you know we're picking up clients because of that okay um, that's awesome yeah well so it's 
you know, obviously you've got to do a good job first, yeah. you know, but then using video, using video. I think video for me as well is, you know, the explosion of obviously mobile technology, you know, is getting, it's become, well, everyone has access to it, right? So that's why video content is so, so important. Um, one thing that frustrates me though, and maybe we'll talk about some of the common mistakes that you see, because I've got, one thing I see is people get videos done uh, and then they don't spend enough money promoting it, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, what, but what are some of the other common mistakes you see with, with people with videos? I'm missing a point. Yeah. You know, there has to be a point to the yep. video. You know, okay. like people, you can't expect people to just watch a video just because you're yes. watching. There has to be a point, a purpose for a particular video. What are you trying to do? And you don't want to try and do too much. It can't yeah. be too cloudy. It's just got to be clear. What am I trying to do? Am I trying to do a behind the scenes? Am I trying to do a testimonial? Okay. Am I trying to like educate people about a particular product or service that I offer? Yep. Um, do, do you think then you should be scripting videos? Like say if you've got like um, educational video, you know, should be, you be scripting that so you get your point across? Like, yeah, scripting's great, if, especially if you limit it to um, a particular set of words. Like, uh, like for instance, I, I kind of relate to, um, like I've done a bunch of um, high school videos recently yep. and the principals generally say something and yep. I ask them for a script and they'll send through probably, I don't know, something like, <laughs> feels like 2,000 words. <laughs> And it's just, they just need to, to break it down. And I say, yeah. right, the video is one minute. Generally, that would be about 150 words. Wow. So okay. if you can break down um, in 150 words what you do, and it's such a, a great process to go through. You're like, do I need those three words? Can I say it in one? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, that really that really helps um, the process. And if people need um, support with that, I'm more than happy to do that. But um. Yeah, the um, just short forming it. Yeah, you know, right? yeah, that's a good takeaway. 150 words equals one minute of recording. Now, the question that came up the other day, like you know, because uh, some people can naturally speak, right? Yes. So I, I'm I probably have a wee bit of a gift where I can naturally speak about a topic, right? Um, then you've got people that need to write everything out, mm -hmm. and then because I was saying, hey, would you like us to get a teleprompter to help you? You know, what are you, what's your thoughts on teleprompters? I have like one. Yeah. I have a teleprompter, um, and that's helped many, many shoots. Yeah. Uh, lots of people, you know, there's so much going on that some people aren't, like I say, yeah. natural. They're not only not, not natural talking about a subject, yeah. but then you throw a camera, a in, camera face, in front of them, right? And then everything goes out the window. Yeah, yeah. You know, they'll, they'll come in thinking, like, oh, no, she'll be right. Yeah. And then I'll mess up the lines a couple of times, <laughs> and then all of a sudden the nerves yeah. kick in, and it, it all just becomes very stressful. Yeah. So... Um, I uh, invested in a teleprompter to put those scripts in um, and recently like with Nine Yards one of yeah. our mutual clients um, it was great yeah. they both had something to say and we ran it through the teleprompter and the more they did it they knew the words were coming up on the screen and yeah, yeah. they nailed it so good yeah. so yeah leveraging that technology is a good, is a good way to do it yeah. I remember doing it I remember doing a video back in the day when I had an ECO company with a mortgage broker um, and four hours later, I just had to pull the pin. Yeah, like, wow. like confident guy talking, yeah. you get him on stage, you talk, put a camera in front of him, yeah. and it was just no good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wish we had a teleprompter yeah. back then. Yeah. yeah, so that's good use of good use of technology. What are some of the other mistakes that people make? Obviously, missing the point's a big one, or not having a point. Um, lighting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get technical, but no. yeah. For the most part, um, like good audio. 
is is huge. You can um, you can have bad video quality, but bad audio people will just yep. skip. Yep. Like if it's hard to hear, yeah. or wind noise and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but it really like it has like the ultimate the ultimate fail is not having a point. Yeah. You know? Because really people just get bored of it, right? Yeah, like, you know, the, people are busy. You know, yeah. there, there has to be a reason for you to sit there and watch a minute video or a ten second video. There's yeah. got to be a, a point to it and add value to that viewer. You know, I think that's why TikTok um, and you know Instagram Reels and all that are so popular because if you don't like it, you can swipe real quickly. You know? Yeah, and they're short form videos, and if you like it, then more of those things that you sit on pop up. So. Um, yeah, those those natural videos are great. Um, there's there's value in getting a professional to do it, and there's also value in shooting it yourself on a phone. Yep. But again, it comes down to the purpose yeah. and what you're trying to achieve. If it's a, uh, I, I encourage people to do it properly. If it's going to be something that's going to last a long yeah. time, you know, for yeah. years. Yeah. Um, so I would say to that, like you're about us videos. Yeah. Your product videos, your testimonial videos—they've got to be done professionally. Absolutely. Like, there's no there's no point mucking around with that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but also, I think you know, with you know, short form, whether it's TikTok, Instagram, uh, YouTube Shorts, Facebook, and stuff, you you still you, know, you can record it on your phone, but you still have to have a level of professionalism with it. Yeah. Um, how have you seen, like? Because obviously that's it's become an explosion, right? That whole way of you know influencing, being an influencer, talking, you know, creating things. How have you seen that affect your business? As uh, like having influencers, yeah, or, or just even you know people wanting to shoot that type of content, you know, that short form content. Um, I think it's had uh, pros. Um, and cons yep. um, you know from it's great to see people um, you know using their initiative and doing it themselves yeah um, and but it's also um, you know like I, I wish I could do that for them yeah um, is it an area that you think you want to get into like in- um, not it's I probably wouldn't say it's my expertise those yeah. short form videos yeah um, like a TikTok reel yeah um, there's a lot of work in it there's a huge amount of work yeah, yeah it's, it's super yeah it's it's a lot more yeah, um, it's more you, work than you think, right? Yeah. Like when you watch these, and yeah. like obviously we've got a team now creating them and yeah. stuff. There's a there's a lot of work that goes yeah, into them. Absolutely, yeah. The time is in the editing. It's yeah. huge, like just with any video. Yeah, yeah. It's it's massive. There's so much that goes on. Yeah, and, and then you know to do it on a professional level. Yeah, um, but no, honestly, video. No matter what you do, um, Instagram stories are great. You know, it doesn't. It only has to be a photo or just a quick shot of you know yeah. like a little pass by behind the scenes. You know, yeah. those those stories are great um, I often say look busy get busy yeah yeah and, you know, nice that no like and trust thing yeah no like and trust it's so yeah. so important and you speed that up using the video aspect of it yeah. hey so let's shift gears a little bit uh, let's talk a little bit about mindset I'm keen to get you a bit of a take on it like obviously asked about your day and obviously you start off going to the gym um, so does that help you get in the frame of mind that you want to be in for the day yeah I mean um, you know dance yourself mate feel good about yourself you know you start strong um but i think uh you know like you can get a lot achieved in those early hours yeah early hours of the day but um mum and dad have been a great influence on me in regards to um, the mindset and um getting stuck in and reaping the rewards yeah um and also that team side of things yeah um dad's 
um, been very successful in what he's done. He yep. started as a, um, a carpenter. Yep. Um, and transitioned into quite a quite a well established insurance salesman. But his his biggest thing that I've taken away is how he looks after people, and that, I think that's probably the mindset that sticks out most. Yeah. Um, he's not out to do anything wrong by people who wants to see the best for them. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's why he's become so successful in what he does. Um, that it's really a transition. And mum has just, yeah, been a huge, huge rock um, for that as well. Um, but yeah, the, the biggest mindset for me, I, I would admit, um, I would say is it, it's not about probably my success. I really wanted uh, to be in a position where I let... Uh, gave the opportunity for my wife to do what she wanted yep. to do as well. Yep. Cool. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Um, mum has been, um, you know, like a, a, a classic mum. She's been an amazing mum yep. right through the years. Um, and, you know, she gave up a lot in our early childhood. Yep. And, um, but she came to a point, you know, once all of us are left and, you know, she was stuck, you know, helping dad. Um, I wouldn't say stuck helping him, but, um, yep. you know, in a roundabout way. Um, she, she's at the point now where she's like, oh, I haven't done anything for me. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she's a creative person as well. Yeah. And she, I think, yeah, she really misses, um, feels like she missed an opportunity or missed opportunities yeah. um, throughout the years. And so she, it, I think it tears her up a little bit yeah. um, to, to feel like, oh, damn it, I wish I could have done that. It's never too late. No, that's what I said to her. I was like, you got to get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Can't regret your whole life, eh? No. Um, so knowing that, um, I didn't want to have that same um, situation for my life. Yeah, nice. Um, so I, the mindset going forward, like, right, I need to work hard enough to be able to let her have her time. Cool. Because so, I love the fact, you know, what to to be my own boss and enjoy what I do. Yeah, yeah. So to to give that opportunity for for her as well to enjoy what she does. That's awesome. That's the mindset for me. Yeah. Um, and that, that, that says one thing to me, and that is ownership, right? Like you were owning this. Yeah. You know, you were going to take, take what control of what you need to do to allow another person to have the freedom and the space to do what they want to do. That's yeah. pretty empowering, right? Yeah. Like that's, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Like you can definitely, you, you can definitely see, you know, when you have a big enough why, things, the little things start to mold away. You don't actually care about it too yeah. much you start to hey this is what I'm doing this for yeah. you know yeah that's great and I think one thing I know from dealing with you is you, you've definitely taken your dad's how you look after uh, your clients right um, which which comes across you know like um, in the little things that you do which is why one of the things I think always with business because you know, people always ask me oh do you um, and they'll, they'll come oh we can we can do this for you and, and you know, you can earn a commission on stuff, you know, and like, I'm just like, I don't want to do that. I want to, I want to work with professionals that are really good and I want them to go to my clients and do the work that they're really good at and then I want my client to come back to me and go, hey, that guy Brendan, he's awesome. Well, he can come here again, yeah. you know. Um, have you, and I think that's, that's obviously something I think you've got from your dad, because if he's treat, he's obviously treated his clients like that. Yeah, well, I, I appreciate everything that you guys have done for me and the, and the time that we've had. Yeah. You know, like you've not only have supported me by giving, you know, hand, you know, 
supporting me with giving me the clients to yeah. work with, but also in my own business, you know, we did the um, strategy session yeah. um, early on and really highlighted, you know, the, the couple of pitfalls in my website. Yeah. And that, you know, changed them, like, yeah, <laughs> overnight, yeah. basically, <laughs> we redid the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and that's yeah, been huge, you know, having somebody else have a look at your business was, yeah. Um, yeah, it was hugely beneficial. But coming back to, um, you know, I respect every referral that I get. Yeah. And the, the DJing's um, really something that's um, very um, sensitive to, to failure. You know, I, I predominantly do weddings. Yeah. And you can't redo a wedding. No. So to do it the best you can and get those referrals in, like you yeah. say, you know, about the um, uh, your customers are your best. Yeah. Your best testimonials. Totally right. Um, so going, you know, like treating your clients as my clients and mm. you know, doing right by you as well as them yeah that's my main goal it's it's fun like I, f- I find it fun though when you're dealing with good good people mm. as well like it's, it's yeah. it makes you know it's it's quite a exciting you know to, to go out and do fun shoots you yeah. know like you're doing some really cool stuff with here's two the other day you know and like seeing people making cocktails and oh, all that right. you awesome. know it's okay so yeah. Yeah, no, I know Sarah who's running that project for us. She was just cracking up. Like, is this a job? Yeah, <laughs> she's relatively new with us, yeah. but you know, like uh, people would dream to do that sort yeah. of stuff, right? Yeah. And we're doing it. Oh, I pinch myself all the time. Yeah, some of these opportunities. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, what are some of the cool places you've uh, you, you've found yourself in? Like, work? you've done some pretty cool work for like Sinlay and yeah. So Sinlay's been a huge, um, huge player in my uh, my career. Um, they've opened the door to also A2 milk for me. Wow. Um, How good. Yeah. Uh, um, my photos are now um, gracing the walls of their head office in Sydney. Brilliant. Uh, so that's very, very cool. Uh, very, yeah, very um, proud of where it's all going. Yeah. I'm stoked. And the people that I've met, the projects that I've been involved with, you know, um, even in the early days, uh, I approached a, um, a helicopter company. Mm. And... Um, yeah, we got involved in that, and that, that was probably the most spectacular uh, project. You know, they, they dropped me off on the top of a snow-capped mountain I was in there, and then they just fly off in the distance. I'm like, oh, great. Yeah, but then they, they flew, turned around and flew right over the top of my head. Like, it was incredible. Such wow. an adrenaline rush of this helicopter low-flying over here. Yeah, good. It was amazing. It was like something out of a movie, but... Like being involved with like Harley Davidson on, um, you know, some yeah. of their, their world stage, um, competition ones, yes. you know, doing photos for them. Um, oh, honest, every particular client has really brought something yeah. to the table for me and that, that variety. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, it, it's been incredible. What a journey. It's that, awesome. Yeah. I guess, you know, and that's, you know, the, the, I guess that's the fruit of making, those decisions early on to own your own business, right? Like you, you start to, you start to um, get involved in some really cool yeah. things, and you meet some really cool people along the way. And I think your your, your journey as a business owner just evolves. Yeah. Where does it? Where do you see yourself in you know three five years from now? Do you want to have staff or anything like that? Or? No staff. Don't. Um, I, oh, I, to be honest, I could probably do with some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I could definitely like it's busy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't feel as though I want to be off the tools. Yeah. Um, like I fear that if I get staff involved, then I won't get that enjoyment factor. I'll yeah. become a salesman and try and get more work to yeah. feed them. Yeah. And then I won't be able to get on those shoes. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that was, that's my fear. 
and also that having that flexibility around you know my life and not having to manage yeah. other people. Um, there are there are some gaps that I feel as though I should, could get stuff, but at the moment um, I'm really quite happy where it's all sitting. Yeah, it's busy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, but uh, but busy good, right? Busy good. Oh, it's been amazing. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's probably our, even with COVID and all that, it's probably been our most successful year to date. Yeah. Yeah. It's been incredible. Yeah, that's yeah. exciting, right? Yeah. And I think it'll only get you know better and better. Like there's people are starting to wake up. There's no starting to wake up that hey, you know, let's get some good quality video content yeah. made, yeah. Um, and let's market it well. Yeah. You know, uh, leverage the technology and get it seen by more people so they know, like, and trust us. Yeah. Um, and I think you know you you were just at the start of that curve, really, which is which I've you know that's really really exciting. Here's the thing though. People are listening. Someone's sitting there going, mm, "I'm not sure if I should start my own business." Maybe they're going to think about it over the new year. Yeah. What a what a let's give them three things you recommend they should do before starting their own business. Before starting their own business. Or what would you do starting a you know what would you do differently knowing what you know now about starting your own business? What are three things you do? What would I do? I talk to an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why would you get talk zero to, set up properly? Why you talk to yeah. your accountant, get zero set yeah. up? Yeah. Yes. Um, but no, I think um, finding finding the right people. Uh, like I l- love this journey. Like it was so refreshing. Like I, I love working with you guys. Yeah. You guys are awesome at what you do. You look after your clients, and I'm, I want to be associated with that. Yeah. So getting those people alongside you. Um, like you talk about staff, but I feel as though I've got enough people around me to support me now. Yeah. That staff isn't really something. Yeah. Know. But anyway, coming back to the question. Um, so number one, getting around good people. Yeah. Good yeah. people is, is a real core um, of any business, uh, I fear. Um, website. Yep. Get a decent website yep. and good branding. Yeah. You know, invest in yourself and others will too. Yep. Nice. Um, yeah. yeah, from an imagery point of view, right? And that's, I think, yeah, that's where, you know, you've done the photos on our website. They look awesome. Yeah, right. You know, like, um, and I think those are the little things that you just need to invest in. Like, you need to make sure your thing, everything looks, yeah. it looks good, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. It's so huge. I mean, you look at all the best brands in the world. They ain't putting up bad photos. No. They've got bad branding. They don't no. have bad websites. Yeah, they've got a little bit of... A bit more money than most around, but yeah, but that's not the point. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. But you don't have to do it hugely expensive. No, like two weeks. No, one thing. Just do it right. One thing was annoying me the other day. I'm booking some accommodation, and looking at different parts of New Zealand, and I'm just looking at all these websites with with in the hotel and motel and hotel industry. Yeah. Absolute rubbish. Yeah. You know, like, and you just think, man, you need. You're not selling your property, you know, in the right way, and and I think you know that the. People buy with their eyes, yeah. you know, and or, and also with what they read, right? So good reviews, must have good reviews, and then they want to, especially in that industry, good reviews, and then what does it look like? Yeah. I want to see what it looks like beforehand. Yeah. They're not doing it with some crappy old photos, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so there could be an industry if you really wanted to get into it. Video for them and just nicer photos. Yeah. It was incredible how many of them. It was consistently bad. Yeah. Okay, cool. So we're going to get around good people. Tick. We're going to have a good website and good branding. Getting around good people, though, that's, a, that's an interesting one. Where do you find good people? Like, you know, like, what did, what yeah. did you do? Obviously, you've met us, but what have you done to meet other people? 
Um, networking events were really good for me. Yep. Um, you know, you, you, it's like finding new friends. Yep. Um, you become, you know, friends become good. Any particular ones have you done, networking-wise? What have I done? Uh, the, the networkers. Yep. Um, oh, there good. was also a bunch of um, stuff in North Canterbury, where you're a base. Yep. Um, you know, um, starting with the local. Cool. You know, like helping, supporting your local um, is always a good start yep. as well. Um, but yeah, the, then just the networking and just, um, I mean, even in the early days, getting testimonials, coming back yep. to that, you know, like, yep. um, wouldn't it be awesome if once we finish this project, we can get a testimonial from you? Yeah. Um, that's huge. Yeah. You know, we come back to that again. Yeah. But going forward, it will last year, you know, of what's it's been now, six years since Static Display? And Boogie's been about 14 years. Yeah. And the testimonials, just, they just don't, don't, you know? No. Yeah. No, no. So, yeah, getting testimonials. Yeah. Because people, like, they are generally nervous about making a decision. So anything that you can do to support that you do give value and you are of value is gold, right? Mm. I think I wrote a testimonial uh, uh, report years ago called Testimonial Gold, the value of testimonials, Mm. and then, like, split testing copy with testimony uh, with with no testimonials versus with testimonials and how much more sales you made because you had testimonials yeah. uh, and I just yeah, hugely believe in the yeah. value so okay getting around people website good branding getting testimonials anything else that you you'd recommend Google 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 get your Google business page get your Google business yeah. page yeah. <laughs> Totally, eh? I call that Google first, eh? Yeah, you Google, Google and then all your social media. Yeah. yeah. Get on it. Yeah. Just get on it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Google Google is a platform that, especially in some industries, that people just go to first. Yeah. You know? Uh, it's intent-based mm-hmm. uh, versus, yeah. you know, f- falling over you on, on social media and stuff. Yeah. Uh, it really is an intent-based, an intent-based buyer has more more um, in, well, intention to do something. Yeah. So being there, making sure you show up there is so, yeah. so important. Massive, massive. Um, <coughs> you know, like people are, again, those consumers, yes, they're looking for a problem. They're going to Google. Yeah. They're typing in, you know, yeah. I need a hat or where is yeah. a good place to eat. Yeah. Or, yeah. 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 Um, every day. Yeah. Every day. Every day. Yeah. Um, and there's some really cool things. We'll be running some seminars next year on, 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 content that converts and one of the areas we'll talk about is Google Local yeah. and how having content there is so important yeah. and um, so yeah we're excited to release that hey just before we finish I thought I'd um, let's talk about Boogie Beats for, for, for a second and, and you know, 14 years of, of uh, you know I guess entertaining uh, people at weddings and I've heard some really good things I know a few people have been to your weddings and what what you obviously have once again an ability to read the crowd. Where does that come from? Is that just come from straight experience or um, your your love of music? Where does it all come from? Um, to be honest, back in the back in high school days, I wasn't really aware of my actions and how I spoke to people. And yeah. I was a bit of a douchebag, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> I got bullied, and like at the time, you just don't know why. Um, but looking back, um, I just didn't, I didn't know how to read people. Yeah. I wasn't good at, you know, reading or, um, just looking at a situation, you know, what, what are people expecting? Well, I was trying to be the funny guy, um, when it wasn't appropriate to be funny. Yeah. You know, like looking back, I've learned a lot and, um, working in the, in the automotive industry, 
um, it was savage. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, like if you're a, if you're a douchebag, they call you a douchebag. <laughs> you know, like they'll they'll set you up. You know, I learned a lot. Like, oh, well, okay, cool, right. So I did that. I don't want that to happen. Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like high school yeah. is slightly different. You know, you're still yeah. young, a bit dumb. Um, but yeah, the early days of um, the the automotive painting, the trade, working in a, a essentially a bloke's environment, yeah, and getting known, um, it taught me a lot, and it really highlighted how how to read a room. Yeah, um, cool. And then yeah, the DJing was a love of music. Um, yeah, right from an early early age, always into music, and I was always making playlists, and I would, I could always. I never really thought about it, but I could always sense when a particular song changed the mood, whether that yeah, was yeah. good or bad. Nice. Um, subconsciously, so I'd switch it, knowing we'll try out a new song and see how that people would react to that. Yeah. And just seeing the two things combined about the, the experience of how to read a room from a personal level to a, a musical level. Nice. Um, it became, I don't know, it kind of just happened naturally. Yeah, yeah. Um, and now you can pretty much pick. Um, pack a song and set a mood really. yeah, yeah. and you see how people react to that yeah, right? yeah, yes yeah. right well, let's load this yeah, one yeah, in. Yeah. what's your favourite song my favourite song oh, that's a good question Scott I've got many uh, depends on the mood really yeah yeah um, but I, I'd gravitate to uh, like old school funk disco hip hop nice. R&B um, yeah the 2000s era of uh, club good. bangers yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but nice. um, no it's, it's yeah, I love it. It is it is amazing to um, to watch an event absolutely climb. Yeah, and like just like, these are memories that they will last yeah, yeah. For, forever. Totally right. Yeah. Huge. Yeah, it's a huge part of someone's day too. Like Massive. just to f- yeah. finish off what's been a pretty awesome celebration yeah. and they hit that dance floor. Yeah. Like, oh, it's so yeah. good. Like it puts everyone in a good mood. Yeah, not at all. All gigs are, are, are created equal, um, and some are a lot more low key, but. I think I've started to appreciate music more and more over the years and um, yeah for me it's it's becoming you know all my mates have bought albums you know, vinyls and stuff like that and I'm just slowly probably the last one to get involved in yeah. it if ever starting to see you know more and more but I, I you know just I guess as you're busier you do like to have that switch off time yeah. Um, so yeah it's awesome. Now I've, I've known a few people have been to your to your weddings and they've always uh, they've raved about it. So, hey, this has been a great chat. I really appreciate you coming today and speaking to us. I know, you know, people will have other questions about their videos and wanting to, you know, create better content for their businesses. So, where do people get a hold of you? Oh, well, Google. Fun going Google. <laughs> <laughs> so display, but I have a website display.net.nz. Yep. Uh, you find me on Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, or display.net.nz. Nice. So if they want to get a hold of you for uh, video, that's the best place to go. What about your DJ signing stuff as well? Yeah. Go through there as well? Or? Yeah, boogiebeats.net. Not boogiebeats.net. Dub, 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 boogiebeats.net. Again, yeah, send through an inquiry. Nice. Yeah, yeah, away we go. Awesome, man. Well, hey, this has been a great uh, great conversation. Really appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks uh, for And awesome. look, I know we'll, we'll probably get a part two of this sometime next year when we'll talk more about specifically about some video tactics and video um, and, and how to grow a business using videos. But for now, I really appreciate your time. So, so yeah, thank likewise. you. And yes, uh, have an awesome uh, New Year's. Yeah. I look forward to uh, working with you. Yeah, thanks, mate. Cheers. Likewise. It's been cool. awesome. Appreciate it. Hi, Scholes, and here again. Hey, thanks for listening to the Marketing for Business podcast. 
Uh, we really appreciate you taking the time to listen and we hope that you learned a lot from today's episode. Uh, if you could be so kind as to rate and share the podcast with your other business friends and colleagues, that'd be awesome. And if you'd like to listen to more episodes, why don't you head over to our website, www.getdigitalinfluence.com. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of other amazing interviews with business owners. Thanks for your time and have a great day.